Oh, it's Friday morning, the sun is out, and there's a man with a balaclava in the studio drinking Puckfast. <laughs> uh, morning, <laughs> down the hatch already. Oh, hey, Dan showed you all right. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, lovely. Living, living the dream. Yeah, damn right. Good to have you down. 13 yeah. hours on the mega bus. Yeah, big sense. Man, that's dedication to the cause. I'm impressed. How is Bucky that uh, that early in the morning? Go on, sling it over. Go on, let's have a little, little wee, little wee dram. Mm. It's been chilled. He's been chilled. Oh, lovely. 525 units in this alone. Yeah, read the caffeine on the front. That's what it's about. Has it got a lot of caffeine in it? More than Red Bull. Yes, it does. <laughs> These Benedictine monks, they don't fuck about, do no. they? Wow. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that is a lovely drop. Thanks for bringing that along. And also, you brought me a, a sort of, what's this, a sort of Scottish survival guide? Yep. Scottish survival pack. That's fucking fantastic. Um, you abs- absolute legend. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Cho Rider, please, to Coffee and Mains. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm on Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, on uh, on the Nokia 3310, uh, on the Vodafone Live WAP menu. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Wow, this is amazing stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm honoured and impressed. This is the high-ranking Scottish survival pack. Um, is this how to survive Scotland or how to... Uh... That's what you need when you leave Scotland to survive. Okay, so what have we got here? Some butteries. Some butteries. What is a butter? It's a traditional hand-baked morning roll. Wow. Breakfast of champions. Right, okay, let's get, get in on some of that. Actually, remember, I won't, I'll, eat I'll eat it during the next commercial break so that I don't just chomp onto the uh, microphone. Okay, so what have we got in here? This is, uh, this is great. Okie dokie. Oh! Balaclava, wonderful. Excellent news. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we have my own personal bottle of Bucky. So that's fun. That's, God, I'm going to get this. Tomorrow is going to be absolutely... So this is... Oh, wow. Is this a Buckfast air freshener? Yes. Wow. Does it actually smell a Bucky? Unfortunately not. Oh, that's... It's, well, that's for looks. all the same. It's just, yeah, it's just for looks. Um... Uh, here is a um, Scotland stickers. Excellent. Scots Dictionary. I know you struggle sometimes with the words. I do, yeah. And so the meanings. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I struggle with a lot of things, mate. <laughs> no, it's, uh, particularly this time in the morning. Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. And uh, that is... Yeah, that's. I think we can pretty much get that up on uh, up on the screen. All the offending areas have been... So this is the porno that you found? Yes. I came home one night and that was lying in my path. The gods had delivered it. Yeah, wow. The porno gods just looking down on you. Wow, double DVD as well. The Dirty Dozen Collection Volume 2. 
um, an amazing 12 red hot and very horny sex films. All you need. <laughs> Explosive action from start to finish. Oral anal, oral anal lesbian group and orgasms. Wow. Orgasms from both sides, I hope. You know, you always want to make sure everyone's satisfied. Amazing hot horny action. Is it in Scotch? Is it, uh, is it Scottish prawn? Have, have you watched have, it? No, I haven't watched it. Oh, you lies. You just put, put it in your mum's drawer, didn't you? The kitchen drawer. No, she put it in the kitchen drawer to hide it. <laughs> she was embarrassed that I just left it lying around. Uh, ah, right. And um, I presume it's some sort of long cigarette. Yes. Wow, um, fantastic. Spicy that, cigarette. A spicy, a lorry driver's cigarette. Let's pump that button. That's not going to work, is it? Bloody hell. Thanks for that, mate. You're an absolute ledge. I mean, oh, these are going to get into these buttery cakes. Um, right, guys, uh, everyone in the chat, hi, how's, go- how's it going? What's going on? What's the what's the shtick? Should we have a look at what we've got in the news? Uh, man caught filling hotel bathtub up with potatoes while wearing a bra high on MDMA. Now, this is from last year. Did you sing this before? No, but it sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like there's a little bit of him in all of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been doing the rounds again. I've two people sent this to me privately, uh, Robin and oh god, I'm forgetting someone's name. I apologise. And three people shared it in the Lobster Crew Facebook group. So I mean, it does really have coffee and memes written all over it, doesn't it? Uh, also, we have Badger caught on camera riding, oh, raiding, uh, riding ice lollies. <laughs> be quite wonderful, uh, raiding ice lollies and mashed potato from the freezer. Uh, well, the mashed potato is the natural diet of the badger, as yeah. we were all learnt as children yes. watching Bodger and Badger. I've got some quite good stories about Bodger. Uh, God rest his soul. He uh, passed a little while ago. Passed, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's a while now. Yeah, so he lives in Brighton, lived in Brighton, and would quite often be seen at the Volks, uh, which is the club that I grew up in, basically, and cut my drum and bass teeth in every Friday from about age 15. It's like the most uh, wonderful, sweaty, rave box dungeon. Uh, just the perfect sort of venue for drummers. But he would occasionally turn up there and, um, you know, he was, a, he was a character and would rave and would, you know, get, get on the gear and, and stuff. And then he would occasionally crop up at after parties, as would Badger occasionally <laughs> crop up at after parties. And I once witnessed Badger uh, cutting up lines of, of Ketamine. Uh, it was uh, it, it's it's an image that I don't think will ever leave me, and um, has cast a dark cloud over a large part of my childhood. Um, but what else have we got? Guy has accidental acid trip after repairing old '60s synthesizer covered in LSD. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Jane Park, uh, who is the lottery winner, who recently was tweeting about how hilarious it would be if she got a job. Um, she's now raising money for charity by selling pictures of her bobs. You know, this that's good. Uh, this is the this is that OnlyFans website again. I want to get Wesley up on it. Yeah, I think because you know you can uh, sell off a few pictures of his undercarriage. You know, I don't know, a couple of quid a pop. Do you think people would pay for just me in the ballet? Probably, yeah, yeah. I don't see any reason why not. We could start a new. Maybe we could start a new trend in selling pictures of people with their clothes on. <laughs> Maybe to like religious conservatives, it could be a new market. Just like, yeah, that's a nice jumper. Three quid, I'll pay for that. No problem. <laughs> uh, teen, teen gets penis stuck in drain pipe and has to be freed with circular saw. Or do they just chop it off? A randy 16-year-old became stuck in a waist-height metal pipe 
That was asking for trouble, wasn't it? Uh, for an hour before eventually asking his housemates to help. Screaming and weeping and hollering, I would imagine. Um, oh my God, I got fire brigade out and everything. Um, let's get this up on the uh, on the doodad. Where are we? That's spicy. That is spicy. Oh, okay, right. Wow. So what we're saying, yeah. So it's an upright pipe with obviously a bit sticking out of it, and they are chopping. So I guess what they're the jaws of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I like his camo. What's that? camouflage for to camouflage you what in a burning building <laughs> like it's on fire i need to blend in that's a disaster fire can't get you if it can't see you yeah 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 um so i guess what they're going to remove the sections of the pipe surrounding it so then maybe they can take him to the hospital and, and work on it in a more i don't know uh, a more intimate environment it's just beggar's belief um uh, can you identify floaty potato uh, Booble Snoot or Fart Squirrel in a list of renamed animals. Uh, yeah, I, I reckon I'd have a good go at it. So we'll have a little go at that. Um, in terms of uh, shoe throwers, I, I think what we're going to have, we're going to have to have that cruck bit again because I think to, that's got Shoe Thrower of the Week written all over it, quite honestly. Um, what else have we got? This um, got a jungly bit, sicker remix of Kamarachi, Kum- Kumarachi. I might play that turno bit again off um, D&B All-Stars. It was a nice little bit. And maybe even that red pill bit again. I don't know. Anyway, look, let's have this jungly bit. A little louder than I thought it would be. Well, I can get into these uh, batteries now. Oh, breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. I'm sorry, I have to pause this. Prime Minister Theresa May will step down on the 7th of June. How do you feel about that, Chode? Doesn't make any difference to me. Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was watching a live stream of it earlier on YouTube, and it was just ten, the door of 10 Downing Street, and then the door opened, and we were like, oh, she's coming. No, just putting the cat out. <laughs> Larry the cat comes out. Larry for PM, I say. Reese is not messing around. He's posted it five times across various different platforms. Do you want a battery? Nah, I'm all good. All right. thinking uh, uh, Wesley can sit on the pawn. Maybe he'll get a few more in. Maybe if people could send in. <laughs> that would be a disaster, wouldn't it? Get people to send in their old 
physical pornography and Wesley could sit on a little throne of porn. God, back ma- many moons ago, 2004, for, the mul- for Molten Vinyl, my first label, uh, we had an office down on Brighton Seafront and it had a whole desk drawer full of this huge wadge of porn mags. Very little work got done in there. Very little work. Oh, these batteries are good. They'll never know who the real Chode Rider is. What would be funny is if uh, we pulled off your balaclava and it turns out you've been a regular Joe all along. I feel like maybe we should be playing some drill trap or something. Uh, yeah, that's Kumarachi, a uh, sicker remix. It's called Have You Here of Jungle Wars Episode 4, A New Dub Plate. Nice. Um, I was going to prepare a special edition of Trance Wars for you uh, today, Chode, as I know you love it, as I know it's your favourite part of the show. Uh, but I didn't. <laughs> I would dignify you by not spending 20 minutes going on about things being stuck up Van Buren's bum. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, come on, let's get into uh, the all-important news. Man caught filling hotel bathtub up with potatoes. Tatties. Well, t- some, uh, tatties while wearing a bra high on uh, MDMA. A uh, Adam Smith of the lad uh, of sort of of the Metro racking up twenty one thousand shares, incredible! Imagine, imagine getting twenty one thousand shares on something. That is, that is truly something to behold. Um, a drugged up man was caught filling up a hotel bathtub with uh, tatties uh, while wearing a bra during an epic five day MDMA binge. When Judge Peter Henry asked James jo- James Johnson why he was filling up a uh, bath with potatoes. He replied, it felt like the right thing to do at the time. I can't help but feel I've covered this before. I don't know. No, I hadn't started. This is from May last year. No, I started uh, Coffee and Memes in October. Anyway, uh, yeah, just felt like the right thing to do at the time. Relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've done weirder things. A friend of mine flooded his entire um, halls of residence in Bristol while on 2CB uh, because he wanted to play with blue, blue being the water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> caused some enormous amount of damage Johnson, 30, uh, was caught by officers wearing a woman's bra over his shirt and carrying a bag of spuds <laughs> as he entered the travel lodge in Eastleigh 
Officers searched his room and found an Aladdin's cave of drugs, including ecstasy, uh, another designer drug similar to MDMA called 5-MAPB. Ever heard of that? Sounds homemade. It does sound homemade, doesn't it? Or it sounds very dark webby. Um... Uh, and a psychedelic substance called 2CB. Yeah, see, this is the, it's the 2CB that will cause you to do these things. Um, Southampton Crown Court heard Johnson and two friends had decided to go on a one-night binge, which ended up lasting five days. Yes, this, these things can happen. Uh, James Kellum, uh, prosecuting, told the court hotel staff phoned the police after smelling cannabis in his room. Dun-dun-dun. It's the gateway drug, isn't it? It's one reefer, and before you know it, you're filling a bath full of spuds. Wearing a bra over your t-shirt. I think, look, it's not the wearing a bra thing that I believe is the issue. It's the wearing the bra over the t-shirt. That's where the problem comes in. If we remember the old Steve Bell cartoons of John Major with the underpants over the trousers. Or was he just in his underpants? Do you remember those? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while, yeah. Uh, I used to live next door to Steve Bell. A little fun, uh, fun, fun factoid for you there. Um, it, uh, according to the Southampton Daily Echo, uh, Mr. Kellum said they saw Johnson with a bag of potatoes and in women's clothing. Um, it may be this. It may be this that led officers to believe that he was intoxicated. <laughs> well, I, no, he could have been a he could have been a transgender potato sales uh, salesperson. Could be, and I actually find this all very triggering. Uh, he's bought the drugs on the dark web. See, I told you, for around 750 quid. But a drug expert found that the value of the drugs was around 300 quid. Nevertheless, that's a fairly reasonable haul, isn't it? Particularly of psychedelics. Johnson of Arundel, uh, L.I., uh, was charged with intent to supply drugs and pleaded guilty. Rough. Got a good story out of it, though. Um... Uh, Anime Davy uh, mitigating said that Johnson was remorseful and an intelligent man who made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> writing, hey, we've all been there at the tail of a be- tail end of a five day bender. You could do anything. Uh, Judge Henry said the case was odd and bizarre and sentenced Johnson to an eighteen month community order that was required to be carried and required to carry out nine months drug rehabilitation program. Sort of got away with that one, really. 18-month community order's not bad, is it? No. Could be worse. At least it didn't, it didn't send him to the clink. Uh, what goes... Mike Telford in the comments. He says, It's not often a haul of... Dr- it's not often a haul of drugs is marked down in price by the authorities. Usually the value is way over the top to show what a good job they're doing. Clearing the streets. In this case, though, they wanted to embarrass the lad. Uh, so tell the world uh, they were only, uh, only worth half of what he paid. Regardless, no one hurt. And a nice five-day bender. Even at 750 quid. Sounds like he enjoyed himself. Good on him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that or he'd done 450 quid's worth already. That would make a lot more sense, wouldn't it? Uh, Vadim says, honestly, leave the guy alone. At least he didn't upset any farmers by running through wheat fields. <laughs> oh, poor Theresa May. Theresa Bay, I like to call her. She's the perfect lady. She yep. needs that kind of bender now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's probably going to... The, that night that she had, she hands in her notice and it's like, right, fuck this shit. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. It just goes out on an absolutely savage bender. Maybe her and Cameron together out on the town just, just doing line after line of grotty pub grub in a disabled bog together. Oh, stuff dreams are made of. Absolute stuff dreams are made of. At least Balakavra is. 
I don't, I don't know how you how you're. Uh, oh. I don't know how you wear that twenty four hours a day. Do you shower in it? Yes. Um, this is what makes it easier. Oh right, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh Lord of mercy! Um, right, let's get into this badger. Uh, badger caught on camera raiding ice lollies and mashed potato from freezer. Uh, a mum has been. All oh, right, so there's video. Good. Well, my name's Hannah. Oh, there he goes. For the past week, Good lad. I've had a badger breaking into my house. <laughs> it helps itself to the freezer, whatever food it likes, ice lollies, crumpets, <laughs> chicken, trashes the bin, just leaves complete and utter destruction. Right. It's broke the cupboard under the stairs, pulling out the metal framework. And for three days, I tried to catch it on camera because everyone I spoke to, nobody believed me because it sounds rather insane, a badger helping himself to dinner. So I finally got the the film and proved I wasn't crazy. It's coming in through with a cat flap. Block the cat flap. small cat flap. So I don't know how this animal was squeezing through. But yeah, it seems to like a three-course meal. Do you just, do you just fat shame a badger? Cord. It's like having a toddler again. So I've got three locks on my freezer now, and a lock on my fridge just in case. It gets Could a you not just secure the front door? Ventured <laughs> into the front room now, partial to a pistachio nut. I've spoken to one of my neighbours who also has a cat flap, and he's not had anything as yet. Maybe we'll now have tried to badger-proof the house. But other than you that, haven't badger-proofed the house. You badger-proofed the fridge. Into theirs. I'm just the lucky one. <sighs> is she like she is enjoying being victimized by that badger oh definitely that is the status she's looking for a victim of badger abuse it's just life is just so hard you know i buy all this food for my children and the badger just doesn't care about the the health and well-being of my children it just it just eats them all that badger is that badger is keen for that bloody little sausage face <laughs> the twenty one the twenty one P or ninety P bloody little sausages. Uh Hannah Carver, twenty nine, uh, wrongly thought the culprit was a fox before spotting the offender coming through her cat flap. Uh, barmaid's pals wouldn't believe her. Uh so she set up a camera and catch the furry raider in the act. Uh, Hannah has been waking up to the sounds of crashing and banging from her kitchen and found the room littered with wrappers and half-eaten food. Did you not call the cops? Like, that could be, you know, could be people on Buckfast. <laughs> it could be. They just popped in for a snack. Well, I do have a pal called Badger, and this is the kind of thing he would do. There you go. See, simple enough. Uh, the unwanted visitor uh, has a soft spot for ice lollies and videos tearing open and wolfing down countless bubblegum-flavoured frozen treats. Ah, delicious. It's the bubblegum ice lolly, the natural, the natural diet of the badger. Possibly a city-dwelling badger. I also ate twister ice lollies, mashed potato, crumpets, and Chinese-style pork chops. But it wasn't keen on scallops. In Aberdeen, we used to have the gall that went into the shop and helped it sell to the crisps. Yes. It was always the cheesy Doritos. Really? It, got, it actually had developed a preference for a particular kind. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, um, a very popular gif for mm-hmm. a long time, the... the Seagull just helping itself. They are scum. You have seagulls. used to see the size of the mumpus. They'll oh. take a bairn, no problem. Really? <laughs> yeah, if it's, particularly if it's eating a Greg's pasty or something, then it's leave the pasty, take the kid. Well, we were at the skate park the other day and it just destroyed a flurry spoon. One go, gone. Really? Wow. That's terrifying. What, he ate the spoon? Yeah, the spoon. Gone. One go. The big McFlurry pieces. 
Jesus. I saw one in Brighton eating a, eating a whole pigeon. Yeah. It killed the pigeon and it was just like wolfing it down in front of just horrified tourists. It was it was a harrowing scene. Like when you see like close up unpleasant nature, it it, it does get you. I saw uh, like some sort of uh, hawk or type thing uh, taking sparrows. Maybe it was sparrow hawk uh, in Berlin. They, it would come down and just grab this bird, and it would just sort of sit there. With the, with the bird under its foot, with the bird just screaming, and all the bird's little mates all flying around trying to trying to get it fuck off, but this thing was huge, and was just like sat there, just sort of proud, just with its foot on this dying bird, before then just sort of tearing it apart with its beak, while everyone had sat around in these cafes were just watching it in absolute horror. Kill them all, I say. Kill them all and eat them. Eat the beaks first. She installed child locks on the freezer to deter the sweet toothed creature. But it didn't stop it from creeping in, rifling through bins, rifling through her underwear drawer, and eventually, uh, <laughs> and eventually making sweet, sweet love to her. She added, "I don't want my son coming downstairs and coming face to face with a badger. Why? Just why is there no, no, uh, like, no attempt to block the cat flap? Like, keep the cat in at night, block the cat flap." I don't understand. You get electronic cat flaps. Yeah, you can with the little uh, collar thing. Uh, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> my cat used to, this is a very long time ago, we had one of those. Um, my cat was such a dick. What it would do is rather than going through the cat, rather than going through the cat flap when it opened, it would just sit next to the cat flap. So the cat flap would go, and it was so annoying that you just have to come and let open the door to let the cat out. Absolute bastard. Cats are ridiculous. Uh, right, look, let's have this Cruck remix of Through Your Eyes. Through Your Eyes uh, by Deadline. This is a nice bit. I think it has She Throw of the Week. I think it could be, man. Shit, it's Friday after all. I've almost seen off that whole bottle. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, is that right? The girls up there eat crows. The seagulls eat crows. I'd really eat anything. Okay, now. Like you always do. Everything's fine, but there's a faith in you. Yeah? Yeah. 
guess I could test you on it. I probably don't even know half the words in there. Yeah, I've. Because that's a proper, that's proper Scotch. Right. Uh, Ablins. Ablins is an old-fashioned or literary word meaning perhaps or possibly. We've had a few pints. Ablins. Ablins a geed few. Possibly a good few, I believe that means. Yes. Yeah. Geed. G U I D. Good. Good. <laughs> Aglay. Aglay means a squirt. Um, oh no, it means squint or askew. If something goes aglay, uh, it doesn't happen or work out in the way you intended it for. Okay. Arabs. Supporters of the Dundee United football team are nicknamed the Arabs. Yes. The origin of the nickname is unclear. enemy the English in Scotland the English are sometimes referred to as the old enemy especially now in the sporting context uh, the worst Scots nightmare a gubbing by the old enemy was realized <laughs> uh, that's the crack remix of through your eyes uh, by deadline, I am inclined to give this shoe thrower of the week, uh, unless anyone's got any better ideas. Seems unlikely. What do you reckon? Uh, it's up there. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, so uh, fade, uh, fade black is Cruck and Shine. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember now. Right, good, that's through your eyes, crack remix, deadline. Uh, guy uh, has accidental acid trip after repairing old 60s synthesizer covered in LSD. <laughs> good work. Um, it's fine, it's guilt-free if it's accidental. Uh, a repairman who had taken it upon himself to fix a vintage Buchla Model 100. Fucking hell, they're expensive. Uh, synth- uh, modular synthesizer reportedly got high on leftover LSD found on the instrument. A synthesizer has been left in a room at Cal State University East Bay since the 60s. And so Elliot Curtis, the broadcast operations manager uh, for KPIX Television, decided to take it home and work on it. 
according to the San Francisco Capix 5. Uh, while in the middle of restoring the instrument to its form- former glory, Curtis discovered a crust or crystalline residue underneath a knob of the instrument. Uh, so the engineer sprayed the residue with a cleaning solvent and used his finger to remove the, residence, uh, the residue from where it had been hiding. Within an hour, Curtis began to notice a weird tingling sensation. Little did he know at the time, though, this was the first sign of a resulting nine-hour acid trip. <laughs> uh, I think it's super wild. Uh, I think the whole situation is a nice chapter in the history of the counterculture, his wife Holly later explained, after coaxing him down from the roof. Dream job, that. Yeah. Apparently, LSD's effectiveness as a stimulant can persist for decades if kept in the same cold, dark conditions the synthesizer had been left in. Sometimes, uh, such as in Curtis's case, it can be ingested through the skin. So there is a documentary on Netflix called Something Orange Sunrise Something uh, Sunshine Orange Sun. Anyway, it's about um, the guys who made all the acid, a large amount of the acid in the sixties, sort of summer of love time. And they were saying that they were so they like had the sort of the libertarian paradise up in the hills, you know, the living the survivalist dream and just cooking enormous quantities of LSD. But they'd be making stuff. And um, you would accidentally, you would like burn yourself on something and go, ah, shit, oh, fuck. And you'd have just ingested like... That's how it was discovered. The guy was making a chemical and he yeah. was cycling home, went through his pores and <laughs> yeah. he just started tripping balls. Yeah, he fell off his bike, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and you would just be like, oh, shit, I've just done like a hundred times the normal dose by accident. Okay, then. And then you'd just be gone for like two days. And <laughs> it just sounds good. What insane way to live your life. Um, yeah, it does sound pretty wonderful. Yeah, Grateful Dead. That's where it all came from, was it not? They were yeah. all just a cover for the guy shipping it all. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, three separate tests were concluded uh, on the substance, and all three determined it was indeed LSD. So how did LST get inside the instrument in the first place? Well, no one knows for certain, but there are a number of theories. Um, uh, some believe it may have had something to do with the instrument's inventor, Don Buchler. Is Don still alive? I'm not sure. Maybe not. Don't think so. Uh, Buchler became known as one of the members of the 60s counterculture, particularly through his work with the rock band The Grateful Dead as their audio engineer. Um, Osley Stan- uh, Stanley, uh, uh, who was one of the first uh, to privately mass-produce LSD. Um, yeah. And he made some other stuff called SMP, which was like super more potent. Right. And everybody was taking it, and it took longer to kick in, and it was like 10 times more powerful or whatever. Oh, sweet Jesus. So then they would take more because nothing was happening. <sighs> then oh. disappear in a coma for like seven weeks or whatever. Not seven days yeah. or whatever. I really try to learn my lesson with things like that. Like, you know, just like, yeah, so I think those pingers might be duds. Haven't felt anything for about an hour now. Better take another one. Bye now. <laughs> They're just gone. Um... Well, look, he obviously had a lot of fun. Do you reckon he got into maybe he got into making some groovy techno on the boat club while he was all off tripping balls off uh, off the acid? Uh, God bless him. God bless him. Uh, right, yeah, let's get into old Jane, our, our friend friend of the show, coffee and memes, good times gal of sorts. I don't know if she is actually. I got wound up by her last time. I was like, look, she's going on about how bored she was with all her money, <laughs> and now she was thinking of getting a job. Uh, ridiculous um, but no she's actually te- effectively heeded my advice which was look you could do you, when you raise some money do something for charity do something to help some others out so she's raising money for charity in the only way she knows how get, getting her bobs out god bless her 
Uh, Jane Park uh, is selling pictures of her boobs to raise money for charity. Jane Park, the woman who shot to fame when she won Euro Millions jackpot at just 17 years old, has been selling pictures of her boobs to men and then donating the money to charity. That's pretty cool, man. That is the beauty of free market capitalism, she isn't it? She could skip out the middleman and just give away the pictures for free. Yeah. Um, fair enough. <laughs> uh, fair enough. She's got enough time in her hands and it's for a good cause. Why not if there's a market for it? See? Yeah. Um, Park, uh, who importantly is now 23, uh, had told her nearly 40,000 Twitter followers about her actions. She said, I feel so empowered. I've been selling topless pictures online to men, desperate to see my boobs for £50 plus. Bloody hell. Um, and donated money to charity. I feel like Robin Hood, taking money from wealthier men wanting to perv and giving it to the less wealthy who want to eat. That's pretty cool. I like it. I'm impressed. I think that's good. Uh, it's $30 a month, though, to follow her. And she's only got three posts. All three of her boobs. Uh... She went on to clarify exactly what she'd been doing. Before people start asking, one, no, I don't post full news. Two, I am not skinned. Three, no, I do not need a new job. <laughs> I already have one. Being a landlord for all my property and managing my investments. You're right, mate. Uh, this is purely about feeling empowered and helping others. Well, isn't that nice? Oh, there's a little teaser image there. Um, uh, for once, it seems like people online actually agree. It's rare enough that people are actually nice on the internet, but the response seems to be overwhelmingly so. One person said, you do what you need to do. Don't feel you need to ever explain doing what you are and giving it to those less fortunate. It's pretty damn good in my eyes. High frickin' five. Um, another said, fair play to you. They're happy and, uh, you know, some charity benefits can't knock that one bit. And a third said, so proud of you, girl. Such an empowering thing for you to do. <laughs> and it's amazing that you are helping struggling people and they are benefiting from these pervs. Uh, <laughs> I am not like those other guys. I am a male feminist. Please, I will come back. I could take the pictures for you. I just want to help out however I can. Uh, since Jane bagged the one million lottery prize as a teenager, hasn't all been plain sailing. Jane said that she previously, uh, the winners had... Uh, negative effects on her life, and she spent a lot of money on holidays, plastic surgery, and cars. How far does a million pounds go, though? Like, not that far. You get a grand a week in interest, roughly, do you not? Yeah, maybe. That's not bad. That's, uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I guess if you're clever, that's that's fine. All right, maybe get a job as well. You're laughing. Um, well, God bless her. I th- uh, she, she can, she can hold proudly... Hold aloft her status as a coffee and memes. Good time, girl. Uh, right, let's have this turn I bet. Uh, it's on DB All Stars. First release. Round things up. You see that part of it, DB All Stars? Yeah. No. Oh, they shut down some high street, just out some flat. Really? What, was it in Bristol? I don't know where it was. Oh. I've just seen it on Insta. They're mad bastards. They're the same guys that did Catflix and Pills. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're uh, they're trouble.
Yeah, it was in Bristol. It was in Stokes Croft. I used to live there. It's it's wild enough normally. <laughs> Smedum. No. A person who has Smedum has an admirable amount of determination and resourcefulness allied to common sense. Sludge. To sludge something is to rinse it superficially by pouring water over it or dipping it into water. I'll just sludge the mugs out under the tap. Yeah? Smout. A, uh, a smout is a small child or undersized adult. Ah, the build. Thank you very much, sir. You are a true gent. Joe, apparently you need to come in a bit closer on the old microphone. Sorry. I know. It's all right. You're upsetting people. I think someone's son is crying. (laughs) You need a toast, then. Oh, yeah? There it goes. He's seen it off. First bottle of Bucky of the day. I'm impressed. You can get more. Yeah? You can have this one as well. No, I'm saving up for tomorrow. Yeah, that's Luna by Turno. It's a choice bit. It's a choice little number, little nugget. Hey, talking of choice little numbers, um, I've got right now, God, that's the wrong thing. Um, we have, right, Power Jen uh, has absolutely excelled herself um, by making the trophy for tomorrow's shoe throwing competition. Uh, I've decided the rule set is, I'll just keep it simple, we'll have a line that you have to stand behind and then we'll take it in turns to pick a tune and throw the shoe to the tune and whoever shoe goes the furthest uh, you're not allowed to run up you have to stay I think from standing and just see how far I mean there are obviously different techniques maybe a sort of like a 
yeah, like the video of the mum throwing the sandal at the child. She gets distance on that and accuracy. Um, or you just American football style throw and naked yeah, air, you know. That's but yeah, that's or the sort of the the Banksy protester yeah. style <laughs> one. Um, uh, or yeah, I, I mean underarm. I mean, but I think if you had a like a good grip on the shoe, an underarm could actually potentially because you could get the right sort of arc. Just winding really it up, really just. Whoosh! I might go for a sort of like a almost a kind of shot putter style spin round and woof. although I reckon my accuracy might be terminal and just hit, hit someone in the face it's almost certainly it but whoever gets the furthest will win this incredible trophy <laughs> look at that it's an absolute beauty the golden Air Max 90 it has an engraved plaque on it that uh, reads you can't really see it in the picture there right, I've got it here uh, where are that we? is a thing of beauty it truly is. Um, the plaque says... Oh, where are we? Come on. Come on. Um, oh, my days. It's going to be big sense tomorrow. Who's going to take this home? <sighs> yeah, it says, Ultimate Shoe Thrower. Threshold.fm all day, 25th of May, 2019. Drink coffee, make memes, throw shoes. Yeah, so that is... It really is all to play for uh, tomorrow. Whew, I mean, it kind of um, makes the rest of the day pale in significance, I feel. Um, I but, think Squidgy's been putting in some training. He has, yeah. He's been out every morning running up flights of steps, drinking raw eggs, and just hurt. He says he's hurling about 2,000 shoes a day. Really tries to try to build up those shoulder muscles <laughs> to really try and do it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm impressed. Right, we've got 15 minutes uh, of, the sh- of the show remaining. A teen gets penis stuck in drain pipe and has to be freed with circular saw. The randy 16-year-old became stuck in a waist-height metal pipe for an hour before eventually asking his housemates for help. Housemates? He's only 16. Shouldn't he be living with his parents? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of savage is it? I mean, I guess if he's the sort of savage to get his peen stuck in a metal pipe, he's the sort of savage that, well, you obviously can't take care of himself, can he? Uh, a horny teenager had to be freed with a circular saw after getting his penis stuck in a toilet pipe. Randy, 16-year-old, put his member inside waist-height pipe uh, at his home in Malaysia on the 20th of May. But midway through the bizarre tryst, his private swelled so much they became stuck inside the grey alloy tube, uh, which was uncovered and protruding outside of the wall. <sighs> I, you know, girls just won't understand. Like, girls won't understand what it's like to be a 16-year-old boy where you see something you just think... Could you not just wait till it went placid again and then remove? Apparently not. You just look at something and you think, could, I, I could put my dick in there. <laughs> I could could do that. Um, a friend, a friend uh, told me that uh, he had a technique of a, a a finished bog roll tube with a sock inside it. And then that would go in between the mattress and the sort of base of the bed. And that is was a sort of early days flashlight. Curse. This is truly harrowing stuff. Um, The lengths that young boys will go to. to, uh, It's it's right. Look, I tell you, it's it's rough being a young boy. Like you just walk around, just being like a horny little bonobo monkey the whole time. Just like you've got a stick and you poke it in somewhere. Yeah, just ah, it's 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 hard work, man. It's not it's it's not cool. That lasts about at least ten years as well, maybe even fifteen. So if it starts to die off at about 30 
and you know, and you can just start becoming a normal human being. Uh, but yeah, uh, the embarrassed lad desperately tried to free himself for over an hour uh, before finally shouting his housemates for help. His pals then called the emergency services. Why is he wearing a helmet? There's no need for that guy to be wearing a helmet. The jaws of life. PPE. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, there's a f- bloody lot a of them. Surgical mask. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, senior fire officer, Seniman uh, Idris of the uh, Tankak Fire and Rescue Station said they received an emergency call from the victim's residence at 10pm on May 20th. He said the metal pipe is about 6 inches in length with a thickness of 5 millimetres. That's not very thick. It is no longer used. The scene looks like a cross between a car crash and a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It, um... Uh, God, I mean, there's some. What is that they've got? That's exactly. a that's a circular saw, a really serious circuit angle grinder, isn't it? Bloody hell! So they've been not only the jaws <laughs> He's got of his life. Knee on his chest. <laughs> oh my god, that is. I honestly can't think of anything worse that could happen to you. Like, um, like, oh God, it really is stuck. It, it it's, it, it it's, it, it's stuck. It, uh, okay, right, gets. Call the fire brigade. So what you're going to do is just get some sort of like lubricant thing in there, some swarfiga in there. That'll, that'll probably out. No, jaws alive. Jaws alive. <laughs> right, we go, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, now we're going to bring out his... It's like something out of a, like a comedy horror film or something, isn't it? Poor kid. Um, where are we? Uh, the rescuers brought, uh, brought in the metal cutting saw, which they used to manually cut the pipe, hoping to free the boy. No room for error. Uh, but his penis remained wedged inside, forcing him to remove the whole length of pipe, which appeared to be around 30 millimetres wide. Footage from the hospital bed uh, an hour later shows sparks flying and the boy writhing uncomfortably as medics and firemen use a huge circular saw to remove the pipe. Oh, God. Um, yeah, warning to all young kings out there. Doctors from the hospital and uh, firemen finally removed the lad's penis just before midnight oh god oh that is rough um grinder killer had sex with worst pedo that sounds truly harrowing i think probably give that one a mess uh they advised the other residents uh, to seal off the pipe to prevent the incident <laughs> happening again <laughs> oh, like that episode of Beavis and Butt-Ed when one of them gets stuck in the pipe and then he gets removed and the other one's like, oh yeah, straight back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not going to happen twice, is it? Uh, fire Chief Cinnamon uh, uh, Idris added, the case was resolved and the expert with the expertise of the hospital and the victim was stable. The incident caused his privates to be swollen, but he only had minor injuries. <sighs> that scar you for life mentally, I think. Is a swollen penis really an injury? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure I've given myself <laughs> that injury on many occasions as a young boy. <laughs> you know, just from the just from youthful exuberance. Um, okay, let's get into these animals. Uh, can you identify floaty potato, boople snoot, uh, or fart squirrel in the list of renamed animals? Um, what do you reckon? You think you're up to the challenge? I yeah, will give it a shot. Right, okay. Um, Oh, it's just... Well, it's no no game here, really, is it? You've just got the names on them. All right, well, let's have a look at them. Beach chicken, gull, seagull. Steven. 
Yeah, terrifying beach chicken here to steal your chips and ice cream. Yeah, fair enough. Sassy cuddle fluff. Yeah, okay, this one takes no prisoners. <laughs> He's here to steal your girl. Um, changing colour dragon. That's a chameleon. Uh, very nice. Um, and then there is this asshole. Asshole, right? Yeah, it's just a cat with asshole. That's what they were called, just asshole. Yeah. Um, Boople Snoot is a um, a rabbit. Yeah, an extremely cute Boople Snoot. Great. Grabby Grabby Water Balloon. What is that? An octopus? Yeah. Right. A uh, pair of perky boobies. It's the uh, bird, the booby. And that's the end of that story. That's a fine uh, fine piece of journalism there from uh, Zoe Druitt. 21 shares. Not bad for a morning's work. Um, just brilliant. Three years guys. at uni for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first in journalism. Fucking <laughs> okay, no. uh, Right, last one. Train guard fired after allegedly making adult film in carriages after hours. A train guard is under investigation uh, from her work after uh, allegedly filming adult movies on empty trains after hours. Uh, the woman uh, has been named by German media as Theresa W. Hmm. Okay, so hold on a second. Theresa May is handed in her notice. Uh, Theresa W. Hmm. Uh, who was uh, the, uh, who has defended the videos in which she appears wearing her uniform? There she is. Uh, she's she got a cane like a horse whip. I think so. Uh, speaking to the German newspaper Bild, thirty-three-year-old um, Theresa has insisted the videos were a private affair, and therefore she didn't need any permission from her employees, German railway company DB. However, her career has since been derailed. Nice. Uh, as DB has condemned her alleged behaviour and confirmed Theresa no longer works for the company as they investigate just what went down on the night train. Damn. Getting derailed after getting railed. Oh, yes. Uh, the videos are believed to have been filmed on regional trains in Saxony, Anhalt, and in eastern Germany. Uh, they have reportedly been posted on a pornographic website uh, with titles including Fair Dodger Caught on Lady Ashley's Train. That's why she's got the whip. See, the naughty, naughty Fair Dodger is going to have to have a smack body and then a nosh, I would imagine. One film, Teresa poses as a dominatrix in her uniform and punishes a male passenger who's dodged his fare. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, she apparently says, the uh, says in the video, So, my little friend, I've caught you. Now I'll show you what I do with passengers who haven't paid their fares. Pull your trousers down. I want to see your naked ass. <laughs> Start off like a Bond villain. <laughs> uh, Teresa from the city of uh, Halle uh, then raises a whip to the fair dodgers. Wow. Another film reportedly saw her, saw her invite a man into the driver's cab to shoot an erotic scene. Uh, but now it's looking like her unique side gig has run out of steam, uh, as Teresa is now being investigated by the train company, which is examining further steps. Surely no crimes have been committed, though. I mean, you know, it's... I imagine I don't imagine it's the sort of thing you can keep your job after doing, but, you know, it's principle of the matter and everything. But, I mean, are they going to get the law involved? It's Germany, is it not? I thought they'd be pretty laxed about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are in general. They're quite lax on drinking, quite lax on sexy stuff. Uh, well, they take the tr they do take the trains running on time very seriously, though. So anything that gets in the way of that obviously has to be stamped out. 
Uh, a spokeswoman for DB told the Daily Mail, the worker in question is no longer employed with us since the start of the year. We do not tolerate her alleged behaviour in any way and condemn it in the strongest possible terms. It is fundamentally not allowed for DB employees to, to use work clothes, equipment or room space for private or commercial purposes. We're investigating the facts of this case and examining further steps. I mean, it's got to be a pretty clear-cut case. Uh, there she is on the train in the uniform about to offer offering a spanking. I mean, pfft. I don't know. Is there anything more to it? Who knows? Uh, today's incident is wholly unacceptable, and we apologise to customers. Pfft, don't know. I think it might be good advertising for them. Uh, passenger Paul Brunton whipped out his phone and started filming while aboard the... Oh, no, what? This is something different. Um, over in the UK, meanwhile, train passengers recently had a bit of a shock when porn sounds were played over the train's <laughs> public address system. Wow. Let's get a bit of this on the go. Come on, guys. These videos on that Bible are terrible. No? What? Why have you got to ruin the show, Lad Bible? Come on. That's the driver's phone, surely. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious. Wow. Good work, man. Uh, passenger Paul Brunton whipped out his phone and started filming while aboard the South Western Railway Service from Wandsworth Town to Clapham Junction earlier this month. Uh, a South Western Railway spokesperson told Lad Bible South Western Railway has a policy of blocking inappropriate material, including pornographic websites. Uh, on its uh, on its onboard and station Wi-Fi services, uh, we are investigating this incident to establish how the material was broadcast uh, on our service. Today's incident is wholly unacceptable, and <laughs> we apologise to customers. Well, good for them. I'm impressed. Uh, shit, it's the end of the show. Got to uh, rock out a VIP list, and then how are you planning on spending the rest of your day? See what happens. You know, the world's your oyster in London. The streets are paved with gold. Probably go look for another half B. Yeah, nice. Um, I, uh, last time I saw, do you know uh, the Scottish house disc jockey and producer, Hostage? Yes. Um, uh, I know him well. He is a very good boy. And last time I saw him in London, he, uh, he was playing somewhere. can't remember which club. But then went to go and get the train back in the morning and there was some sort of uh, confusion. with the, Oh, he missed the last one and had to wait for like three or four hours at the station. And he was very upset that ba that he basically had to sleep on a bench for about four hours, and he was like eight hours in London, eight hours in London, and they've turned a Scotsman into a tramp. It's <laughs> a poor bastard. Why is this not working? What's going on? This is an outrage. Like, Safari, maybe you'll work for me. Come on, you should know this list off by heart now. I've, yeah, I mean, I can do certain segments of it with my eyes shut. But not all of it. Hey, look, listen, guys. I'll see you all on Saturday. I'll see you tomorrow. It starts at one. I'm unbelievably excited. It's going to be completely ridiculous. And uh, it's going to be lovely to see all of your faces 
uh, all of uh, your well, the rest of your your entire bodies. I think it would be nice. Bring the half bottles. Yep, I'm going to bring these. Uh, I'm going to bring uh, this long cigarette as well. That can, I'm sure that can, we can make use of that. Um, I'll bring all the gubbins. Maybe I'll toast up these butterers, um, and you know we can dish them out. You know, just in in between DJ sets. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, right, VIP list is, as always, Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Joanne Van Thunderbuck, Mike Pye. Uh, Anthony Walker, Lily Ansar, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, Andrew Harshbeck, John Finneson, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gary Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo. Ah, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with No STDs, Justin Mercer, Rams and C, Just Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Side, Trans, Sexy Superior, John Bass, Nicholas Lawson, Damon Rayner, Chris Bates, The Bill, Carissa Bartholson, Oni Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Jenna Jemby, Flexes, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Lewis, Grant Sullivan, Not That, Tom Robinson, Subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab, Smash, Connor Smythe, Kevin Smith, oh, sorry, Kevin, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, uh, Mr. Happy the German Trans, Overlord of DMB. Uh, ranking makes uplifting vocal sidetrance under the alias Cosmic <laughs> Waft. Keep it cool, tall in the motor pool, but don't let you meet loaf. Nick Brock, Mustang, Philly, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuffs, Eltec, Will A, Dan Virgo, Den Tweed, Lupe Salazar, uh, Wojtek, Rako, you're going to have to help me out with that one tomorrow, brother. Uh, Big Wodge, My uh, Hill, Mighty Danny, and Nick Fleming. Thank you all so much for helping me keep this ridiculous train on the tracks. And I will see most of you, a lot of you tomorrow, and the rest of you on Monday. I love you all. Have nice weekends. Yeah, see you tomorrow, guys. Cho, thank you for joining me. You are a true, a true legend of the North. The angel of the North, some are calling mm-hmm. you. Shout out to all the grief boys. Aye, aye. Um, they'll probably all be in the skate park already, I would imagine. Nah, they're probably working. Oh, well, they've got jobs? Yeah. Wow. Well. Some of them. Some of them, right, yeah. <laughs> Stin. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's in gameful employment. God bless him. Uh, right, guys, I love you all. I will see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.